0: action okay so Omer and I decided to have an experimental talk and discuss about DevOps and programming uh, stuff that we are doing on our day-to-day and we want to specifically focus on our brainstorming so Omer say hi to the audience
1: hello everyone <laughs> happy this... to be here
0: <laughs> great and as you can hear we are not native English speakers so forgive us uh, on that um, but lunch. we want to address it. <laughs> as many people as we can okay as many people and we're going to do it in a fun way as much as we can so it will be as light as possible and the main thing we want to focus on as i said is on the brainstorming like why do we do stuff not how the how we can like we'll talk about it a bit but we want to focus on the why why are we doing it why did we choose a technology why did we think of this thing okay that's the focus because i uh my feeling and also Omer shares the same feeling that this is what we is lacking out there in the internet. This is what it's harder to Google for, the why, all right.
1: The why up. So, are you ready? How you approach things in your day-to-day.
0: Exactly. So, Omel, hmm. are you ready? I am. Let's go. Okay. okay. So first I want to talk about okay. Today's topic will be a challenge that I faced not long ago. That I have 10 different repositories, all right. And soon you'll see the subtitles over here, like title or say. Uh, what's going on, like what's the topic, but 10 repositories, and for example, in all of them, I am uploading artifacts to AWS, let's say to S3 bucket or something like that. And now I need to go over each of those repositories. Okay, it doesn't matter if it's uh, GitLab, GitHub, whatever, and I need to um, change something, okay, in the code. For example, previously, The upload action was upload with a private ACL, and now we need to do it upload public ACL. doesn't really matter. I just know that I need to go each script in each repository and update that script in each repository. And let's say it's 10, okay? Still a startup, not an enterprise grade. Talking about small startups. How would I start changing that step and make it aligned between all those repositories? And, Omer, I'm going to tackle you even more let's say I'm not using GitLab CI templates, okay? Because I know it's possible to use like GitLab, specifically in GitLab CI, you have those templates yeah. where you can use this template and then uh, in- Let's this double template. click
1: on that, just for the sake, if someone doesn't know, there's an option. I'm actually not too familiar with GitHub in that sense, but GitLab, you can create a template as in a central repository or wherever you want that holds kind of a script, a step in the CI, And then you can kind of inherit that wherever you want. Just uh, put small pointers inside your pipeline and point in the central uh, repository or script or whatever. And then essentially what you can do in that scenario is change it in one central location and then everything's changed because it's pointing at the same place. But you're saying, no, I don't want to use that.
0: No, because I might be using drone CI, circle CI, GitHub Actions. And some organizations might use, let's say, and I want to tackle everything. So, for example, if I'm using GitHub Actions, uh, you can tell me, so you can can create a specific action for that. But from my experience, creating actions doesn't take one minute. It doesn't take five minutes. It doesn't take even 15 minutes if you want it to be across the whole organization. So how would you tackle that? Why would you go like each repo and change the, I don't know, best script CI? Like, what would you do?
1: Um, okay, so like everything, it depends on the context, right? If you have two repositories, pretty simple. I'll just doing two of them. I won't, uh, I won't bother with automation. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of cross kind of a threshold along the whatever the life cycle of a company, and those let, things tend so, to grow. So
0: five repositories, let, let's grow it. Okay, so two repositories, we can say no hassle. We so do let, it manually. So let's go to Who the cares? extreme.
1: I have today, like, I don't want to say, but close to a hundred. So it's not <laughs> practical to even start doing that unless you have a script and scripts tend to uh, either hold bugs or do stuff that are unexpected if they're not tested enough. So that's not my approach. Uh, in that case, I would use templates, although I understand that's not a possible solution. And before I go to what I think uh, is a general mm-hmm. good guideline, I think there's a something that I can share that there's a really cool project, I think from the creators of Docker, I think. It's called Dagger, Dagger.io. And the idea of okay. Dagger is that you create some kind of a uh, generic language where you can um, describe your CI pipelines. And then you can just take the thing, it's wrapped well within a Docker, and then you can throw it everywhere. It can run on uh, GitHub, GitLab, uh, Jenkins, wherever you want. And then it kind of unifies everything under one language and you can migrate wherever you want or even use multiple uh, different kinds of CI runners, stuff like that. Pretty cool. Haven't tried it myself, although I do want to. Uh, so that's just mm. out there. And there, I think you have a templating engine, so you can run with that. That's a big topic. Again, what's the name? Uh, Dagger? Dagger, D-A-G-T-E-R dot I-O. Okay,
0: great. Cool.
1: Um, the other idea I had, obviously, I went directly to the templates, but the other idea and something I really try to do, especially with, uh, well, with everything, including uh, Terraform, CloudFormation, Bus scripts, wherever. Is parameterize everything I can to the maximum. So, taking your example, I have 10 different repositories and I want to change the uh, whatever ACL that I'm uploading to S3, right? If everything is parameterized to a point that it's even pulling the ACL type from a general um, variable, like an environment variable that's being pulled. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. managed centrally within the CI server, whether that's Jenkins, GitLab. Okay, so so
0: so let's let's even improve it. Okay, so let's say just to make the solution even better. I mean, to, to make it feasible. Okay, because it, if mm-hmm. everything is hard coded, probably we'll have to change it manually. So let's assume, as you said, the ACL is as a, is in a variable mm-hmm. that you can automatically set or fetch from somewhere. And now I'm starting to get your idea. Go ahead, say mm-hmm. it. I love it.
1: So. That's, that's the thing. Use a central repository where you hold your parameters, be that uh, the CI server, vault, uh, console, wherever you want. Integrate a central parameter just as you would with your applications. Treat your CI as an application. And then the parameters are being fetched from, uh, from a remote location or a central location or whatever. And then you have something that's dynamic. You can change the parameter without actually touching the CI because everything is pulling from the environment. So that can be numbers, metrics, sizes of things, uh, ACLs in that case, the actual environment I'm going to run in, account ID, everything can come from a parameterized parameterized location. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think that's my go-to. That's the the second place after templating because templating is so powerful, but... uh, no so
0: so I will okay so just be, we're gonna to make the like short talks so let's mm-hmm. summarize what you just said okay because I love the solutions so first I'd say if you have GitLab CI, right, use the templates because GitLab CI and templates is like awesome, right? Would you offer that? It like, is. I'm I mean, just
1: I'm asking you from your knowledge that's something you don't have in GitHub Actions today.
0: No, no, you have no. to create maybe like. Um, it's also, uh, if you use like GitHub Enterprise, that you can create private uh, actions. But if you, if you're not on the enterprise account, then you might need to create like a public action. And it's not something that an organization would want to do. So let's say an organization uses, you know, GitHub Enterprise. So yeah, they can create an action and then make it available to to all the but repositories. It's, it's not
1: really a template. It's like actually creating a plugin.
0: Yeah, That's and then you're starting right? to write too much code and maintenance and stuff and. I don't know, I didn't like it too much, but maybe it's me, you know, again, it's only us. It's not like uh, the best practice in the world. That also, by the way, depends on the
1: context. If you have, Mm -hmm. again, 100 repositories, it might be worth a while to, I don't know, invest a day or two and create each and everything uh, structured as a Mm -hmm. plugin and run with that. But again, yeah, 10 repositories mm, on the thin line.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So we said, okay, so for GitHub actions, for many repositories, create, a, 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 you know, Specific action, great for GitLab CI use templates. Then you said you can we can use dagger, right? So dagger we is can an try and use I dagger. Think,
1: I think dagger is, is a concept. It's cool regardless. I mean the idea of mm. having a generic language that holds everything, assuming it's powerful enough. I don't really know. Uh, it's just out there because it's something I was looking into. Uh, it's just a possible solution, something worthwhile, worthwhile researching. And then the last and, place and the
0: well, third one.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would ahead. be uh, using parameters wherever you can. Regardless, if you ever think that's going to even change, right? An account ID, whatever, everything that's even remotely changeable, put in a parameter, pull that from a remote location, and that will make your life dynamic. Yeah, as I love, far it. I love as it. Because it can be. m-
0: most of my mm. pipelines, they usually like create uh, an initial step where I call it prepare, and this prepare step is like the master where it pulls, let's say, parameters, secrets, or even decides if there will be a deployment, you know, by the end of the pipeline. So, you know, I have this, like, one focal point, like one point where I centralize everything, where the pipeline will eventually know if it's gonna be build, test, exactly. deploy, and decide mm-hmm. everything. So I would push that, like, the pull secrets and stuff, or, or what you said, in the prepare step, and then inject it in the other steps, you know? Exactly. like uh, And that exactly. sounds a great idea.
1: And one um, sentence about that. I know people who would see the solution and say, oh my God, that's a that's a complete risk because if everything is managed dynamically, uh, if that's gone or someone changes the vault parameters or wherever you manage it, you're going to ruin everything. And you give the control to someone that you don't necessarily control who can write or read or change or whatever. So my go-to here is don't limit yourself because that's risky in another place. Make sure you're what we call RBAC, uh, remote... Uh, Control and access. Role-based,
0: access control, whatever. Exactly.
1: Yeah. The roles and the access and management of um, of access and authorization is managed correctly on the server that it should. Be that mm. vault, for example, if that's where you manage your things, make sure that everything is managed with roles and it's not an admin for everyone and everyone can change. It. And that's the way to go, not limiting yourself because you're not sure how, sure how to manage that. Um, it goes a long way. I mean, you can speak of the same in Kubernetes where you usually find clusters with admins for everyone. Same for Vault, yeah. same for Amazon, same everywhere. Do the r yeah, correctly. Yeah, we know, we know. <laughs> and that's the solution, yeah. We've seen everything, right? <laughs> we've
0: seen everything, yeah. Uh, okay. okay, so I think that's enough for, for today. And uh, we got everything summarized, probably somewhere up here, down here. I don't know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. So thank you, Omer. And I don't know if you guys realize, guys, girls, yeah? I don't know if you realize, but everything here was like random. Omer didn't know that this will be the question. So he just answered one, what he knows. I hope you realize how fast he answered. I don't know if you, he Magic. was like thinking. Magic. For like, yeah, <laughs> three seconds and, and you got three answers. Yeah, good. Okay, so bye everyone. Omer say bye. Bye, bye. thank you very much.